0: Good morning motherhood mamas. Unfiltered. I am so excited this is Coach Sakura Bias and I'm literally I'm, I'm being raw and real. You talk about mess right now. I, I'm taking my nail polish off. <laughs> so I have these little clippy things on my nails. I am sitting in my pantry recording to you. Um I've got my notes. I've got my laptop. <laughs> And so this is just raw and real. So I asked the Lord on this particular podcast, what is something that he wanted me to talk about with you? As many of you have been introduced to me already, I am the warfare strategist. And so I asked God, I said, father, what? type of warfare strategy can I deliver to them today? We have been discussing inside the group um, Mind Traffic. We are so excited that uh, we will be offering a class where you can tap into and we can talk about more in depth about that Mind Traffic. And so I was specifically asking God a key to give you that would help you in unlocking your mind traffic and gaining, uh, more, uh, control in that area. And so he's, he told me very speci- specifically, the key was intention. So intentionality is your key. And so what I would like to do at this point in time is I like to break down some of the words so that we can have a full our fuller understanding because sometimes we use words without knowing the full extent or the context of the word. And so I looked up intention online and it means a thing intended, an aim, or a plan. So, my question to you is Do you have a plan in place on gaining control of your mind traffic? Do you have you? the Bible says my people suffer for a lack of knowledge to have a vision and make it plain to write it down um so have you in fact or have you been intentional with your plan have you been intentional with your aim have you been intentional about gaining control of your mind traffic because you cannot be you can only give out of the abundance that you have in your own heart. And if at this point in time you are giving from a place of lack and not understanding, if you are giving from that sort of place then and it's dysfunction, then you will reap dysfunction because you reap what you sow, right? So if you're if you're seeing and you're observing and you're knowing by the fruit that you're seeing in your household that there is dysfunction, then it probably is starting within you. So if you can be intentional about grabbing hold of this key of intention and, and, and getting in a line and coming with a plan, then we can, we can move from dysfunction to function, right? And as we do that within, then we will begin to see it without. Another place that this is a good strategy for is as it is in heaven, so it is on earth. So when we have an issue, we can take it before the father in the throne room and put it out before him and say, this is an area that I need help in. I need some strategy. I need some revelation. And so motherhood mess unfiltered, we as coaches of the group, that's why we are here is to help Bring a plan into place. The second definition of intention is the action or fact of intending. So uh, being deliberate, if you will. Okay? Being intent. So are you being deliberate in your motherhood? Are you having the intent of God in designing your family and the way that you do things focused around the father um and so and interestingly enough intention also means the healing process of a wound and so a lot of times what we find and the reason i find this so interesting and understand i have not looked at this material so i'm literally processing with you and processing with jesus all at the same time and just sort of inviting you into the conversation if you will um so as I look at that, the healing process of a wound, I'm like, oh, of course. See, motherhood is about, sometimes it's about addressing our own wounds that we received from our own parents or sometimes our own mother, right? And processing through that and learning how to be um, the best adult that we can be. Because sometimes the things that we, we the fruit that we are manifesting are things that we saw Um, and and maybe you have had this experience. Maybe you haven't. I don't know, but I can, I can honestly say from my own experience. So yelling, (laughs) yelling was a big one in our family. I understand now that yelling is, is actually, it's a fruit of fear and lack of control. And so, um, that was something that I observed within as a child, within my own household And unfortunately, it is something that I have partook in. It's a a fruit that I have eaten from, you know. And so I have to, it says the healing process of a wound. I have to go back through that healing process in order to recultivate the ground of my mind so that it is not, um, not, you know, what you put into the soils of your heart, so to speak, is what that fruit will grow up out of, right? And so we have to recultivate the ground of our heart with, with new soil, right? And so going back and forgiving, um, my dad and my stepmom for, for sowing that fear into our family and then asking God to forgive me for sowing that into my own children and, and, and then uh, forgiving myself for buying into the lie you know, and so repenting, renouncing, and breaking agreement with, with. and in so doing, there's a healing process for me in that, in that area, and so then what the next step would be is that inviting Jesus into those conversations, okay, and so then if I go to the, uh, um, the synonyms for intention, and so I thought this was really good, um, Way to look at things. I love looking at the synonyms because there are so many um, synonyms. So the most prominent ones are purpose, um, aim, idea, intent, plan, object, goal, objective, and ambition. You can even, um, some of the lesser known synonyms would be a thing or an aspiration. Design. Have you designed your motherhood with Jesus? Have you invited him into the design of it? What about the dream of motherhood? I know that there are some precious mamas out there who have really, um, they maybe having a baby wasn't the easiest thing to happen for them. You know, there are some women who, who like they just blink their eyes and they'll get pregnant. And then there are other mamas that it it was a dream. It was a plan. It was, it was something that um, they had to be very intentional about through their prayers and through their understanding of the word of God. And they, and they took biblical principles and they applied them, a um, uh, meaning or a target. And so um, for, for some of us, we have to get back to that original intentionality that God placed in our hearts Not to just wing it, you know, but to put a plan in place. And sometimes we get caught up in the chaos, you know, because you're trying to cultivate the plan around all these different um, people, you know, all these individuals. And so sometimes we become lazy. Sometimes we, and and I'm speaking from my own experience, sometimes we become very cookie cutter um, in our prayers and in our requests and in the way that we do things. And one thing I have learned from, from having, um, a number of children is that what works for one does not work for all, <laughs> you know? Um, and so, and, and that goes down to, to sometimes even the things that they eat, uh, what worked for one may not work for the next one, you know, because they may have an adversity to it, or they may have some type of feeling about it, or it may be, it's something that they have an allergy towards you know, um, and those are just, that is the real thing. And so making sure that you're sitting down, one of the things that has helped me is, um, is I have a journal that I started for each of my children. So if there is a tool that I could give you, um, that will help you to be more intentional with, um, your parenting, that, that, that key that the Lord is offering us in this season for a reason, um, it would be to start to journal. So anytime someone says something about your child that is in agreement or in alignment with what God would say about them, write the date down, write the person's name down and treat it as if it is gold, what they said. Like if they, I had someone speak over, um, my son the other day and say that he is receiving an upgrade in his his vision as a seer and in his dreams and he is receiving an upgrade in in his voice and the authority that he carries to speak out truth and so I wrote those things. I wrote that person's name down in the journal so that I can pray over those things. And so when my children aren't acting like I believe that they should or they're acting out or if they ever stray from their calling, um, God forbid, if that happens... I can be intentional in looking back at the things that have been prophesied over their life and say that it, what how you're acting and the things that you're doing, those are temporary. Um, the Apostle Paul talked about how we do the things that we hate. And so um, with that, sometimes we have to extend that grace to our own children when they are doing the things that they hate, the things that we know are not profitable for them. We can pray for them in such a way that calls them back into alignment with their assignment and go, I remember when this word was spoken over you. So maybe the reason, maybe there's an attack on their voice. And so maybe that's why they're stepping into word cursing. Um, And so that's something that we talk a lot about in our house is the power of our words and being intentional with the words that we speak. Um, and the struggle is real, y'all. <laughs> it's real. Let me tell you, um, to keep our words in alignment with what the word of God says, it's it's, it's not an easy task. And uh, one of the things that my children have struggled with here recently is calling each other jerks. And I'm like, okay, this is a hard no for me. You know, um, you have to stop doing that. And when you do that, we're going to, we're going to find a way to honor that person. And so anytime you say something that is counter to their identity, you're going to come up with 10 things that bless you about that person. Now, I can honestly say that I do my best to stick to that intentionality. Um, occasionally I get caught off guard or get caught up in situations and circumstances. However, I try to, do my best to make it a habit so that we are blessing the person. They say it takes, uh, when you speak negatively of a person, it takes 10 points of contact for, for that person to recover from that negative thing that was said to them. And so that's what I'm intentionally doing with my children is when they say something about their siblings that is counter to who that sibling is, then they come up with 10 ways of blessing them. Uh, saying things about them that bless them specifically. So if they call one another a jerk, then then what that would look like would be like, oh, well, you bless me when you, um, make me pancakes. <laughs> you know, um, you bless me when you, um, when you play with me. You bless me when we get to play tag. You bless me when you help me pick up my toys, you know, and so, and so on and so forth. And so, and, and, and that's what we do. And a lot of times, because they don't want to have to do that um, on a consistent basis, because there's a lot of talking that goes on around those situations. And they're like, oh, mom. And I'm like, well, then if you don't want to have to stand here and come up with those 10 things, then you need to think before you speak. Correct. And they're like, yes. And so when you implement those consequences um, that take longer than they would like to spend time on, sometimes they will stop doing it just because they they know that it's coming, you know. And so um, with that, uh, reading the synonyms, I, I wanted to talk about some scripture. And so the scripture that the Lord led me to, um, because I was like, God, I want to leave them with a, a really great scripture that will... Um that will leave them with some hope and some understanding. And so he gave me John 15, chapter 15, verses 1 through 8. And it says, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does not bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be with my, to be my disciples. And I'm kind of teared up right now, because as I read that, um I'm reminded of, on on March the 6th, <sighs> the father, um, showed me this sunset and I, I, I believe I shared it in the group, but I'm going to share it on this podcast about, he showed me the sunset and he was like, look how beautiful this sunset is that I've created just for you. And I was like, wow, God, like this is definitely in the top five of sunsets. You know what I mean? And he was like, I want you to know that in this season, Um, I have extended my scepter towards you, much like the story of Esther. If you have not read the story of Esther, I strongly encourage that you read the story of Esther. She went before the king and asked and asked for the lives of her people because there was an evil man named Haman who was going to kill them. And, um, there was a lot leading up to that. And so I would encourage you to read the story. It's in the book of Esther and, um, what the father was saying to me in that moment is he said, he said, you have found favor, not just before Kings, but before the King of Kings. He said, I will not only give you favor with man and the Kings of this earth, but I have, I have extended my scepter towards you and ask what you will in this season. If I have done something miraculous for you in the past, Ask me to do it again. If there are things that you go, God, I remember when this awesome experience happened. He said, ask me to do it again because I want to do it again. I want to do those things. I want to give you those things. And so I kind of teared up in that if you abide in me, if you stay within me, if you're fellowshipping with me, with the King of Kings. Then he says, and your his word abides in you. So as you're being intentional about the words that you speak over your children, the words that you speak over your marriage, the words that you speak over yourself, if you're being intentional about that, he says, ask whatever you wish. Because you're abiding in the Father, your wishes are from the Father. And he wants to give them to you. And it says in that verse seven, that's specifically verse seven, and it will be done for you. Like that's a guarantee straight from scripture. And I can tell you, honestly, like I'm going to go and I'm going to write that down and I'm going to put it on my mirror on a three by five card to remind myself that I am, because I am abiding in God. I am doing what he's asking me to do. Is it perfect? No. No. But a long time ago, the Lord told me, he said, honey, it's not about perfection. If you look through the scriptures, there is not one story of perfection other than Jesus. And it was because I knew that she, he was like, I knew that you were human. He said, it's never been about being perfect. It's about making progress. It's about doing 1% more maybe than you did the day before. It's about making one more step in the right direction. And so that would be my encouragement to you is it's not about being perfect. It's about making progress and it's about making intentional progress day after day. And so I just want to leave you with one last thing. Um, Don't forget about being intentional. Add that word into your language, into your prayers, and say, God, help me to be intentional with my children. Help me to be intentional with my marriage. Help me to be intentional in loving myself. Help me to be intentional in my relationship with you. And when you fall short, which I'm sure you will, beloved, just, it's very simple. Just repent, renounce, and break agreement with. God, forgive me when I have fallen short and made other things more important. Father God, forgive me when I have become angry and sinned and and stepped into unrighteousness. Forgive me for putting on fear rather than faith. And now help me to be with my unbelief. Help me to be more faithful. And then most of all, I want you to remember, pursue Jesus. Don't worry about pursuing peace. Don't worry about pursuing freedom. Don't worry about pursuing love. And not even people. Just pursue Jesus. When you pursue Jesus, you are being a faithful follower. And he will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for your time. Be sure to look us up on Facebook on Motherhood Mess Unfiltered. And join our community group. If you have questions, concerns, or comments, we'd love to hear your feedback. I am Coach Sakura signing off. Thank you.